We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This hour brought to you by Feldman Geospatial. They get it right from the ground up at feldmangeo.com. We're right back to EEI Late Night with KJ on EEI. I believe. You believe that you guys can oh, get out of Absolutely, it. absolutely. No question. I think that's a that's an obvious answer for me. Uh, I know it sounds I know, you know, people are tired of, you know, hearing it that we still can be a good team. I think that we showed it in spurts. Um, I've been out for an extended point in time. I'm trying to get back. Uh, we got guys out COVID, you know, it's not an excuse or anything. Other teams do as well, but if the question is if you ask do I still believe? 100%, regardless of if anybody else does or not. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, turn it up, Justin. Oh. Second hour, WEEI Late Night with KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. 617-779-7937 or the text line 37937 coming this hour. Oh, man, if you think it's crazy with the Bruins, just imagine how crazy it is at NHL headquarters. That's coming in about 30 minutes. Yep, Jason Tatum is starting to, I got to give it to him. He's stepping up a little more. I'm sorry, Jalen Brown. Wow, it's so funny because they both kind of mumbled the same way. Sorry, Jalen Brown. Just talking about, he's looking a lot better out there. Tonight was just absolutely phenomenal. Celtics beat the Cavs 111-110 and break the Cavs streak of covering the spread. Tonight would have been 14 in a row. They were a six-point dog and they lost by 10. So, look, if that's something to hang your hat on, I don't know what is. Jalen Brown, 12 for 22 from the field, 5 for 10 from 3, 34 points tonight. Nice. Nice. Tatum had 18, 6 for 19, but still a 10-point victory. It is says a lot that things are moving around. Even Joe Johnson making his return to the team Looking like a big Eddie House inside of that 55 jersey. Got himself a couple of points tonight. There might just be some hope on the horizon now that the team is back at 500, 16, uh, 15 and 16 now. Well, again, no, they're, they're back at 500 now. Um, You know, I've always liked Jalen's leadership and what he was just talking about. Like, look, it, it's, it's a weird situation because most teams have like a superstar. The Celtics are just different because they have And I know people are like, well, they're not superstars. But just in the context of what's on the team, they're the superstars. So sometimes there are two voices moving, and they have to move in unison. I give them a lot of credit. There hasn't been a single word that's come out of them that would counteract what the other person has said. 
It's not happening at all, despite what people are. That's that's amazing. People are like, well, do Jalen and Jason actually like each other? Well, have you ever said, have heard, heard them say something counterintuitive to what they said to the public? No. That would be a telltale sign, right? Like one person saying one thing, another person saying another thing. And you notice that Marcus Smart doesn't say a whole lot. So that that, that says some things have been addressed inside that locker room where potentially there could have been some feelings of who was, you know, the leader of the team. And, you know, you got kind of like you kind of like co-parenting with the Celtics between, between Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Robert Williams, awesome night tonight. 10 for 12 from the field, 11 rebounds, 21 points. That's a career high for him. 21. Yeah. Seven assists for Robert Williams. I mean, just the growth of that guy right there. Like I, it's that's why I find it so hard to hear his name mentioned in trade talks. Where it's like, okay, you, the city loves the lunch bucket, blue collar, get the hard work done. You know, if you're talking about bringing Sabonis in, which was the flavor of last week, you know, like okay, yeah, he can get some rebounds, but we're not. I mean, I don't see Sabonis falling on the floor a whole lot or jumping over guys or swatting shots. I mean, he scores and he can rebound, but. You know, just kind of another day at the office for him. There there has to always be someone on the Celtics team that is just a grinder. That's Robert Williams. Do not touch him at all. But with more players getting playing time, I, I'm I'm still trying to gauge it what what's happening. It does the team believe that this is a squad that can give them an honest run to maybe like the five seed, which I think would be a high expectation but would be better than what last year was because last year was just a continuing rolling disaster. COVID obviously came into play as well, but still just the way that the, the, the way last season ended, you know, you're thinking your favorite TV shows, the way last season ended, you're like, Oh my gosh, they have to, they have to snuff out a character at the very beginning of the next season. That's what it felt like going into this season. But with Pritchard in there and Neesmith in there and, and Cantor starting, Oh, I'm sorry. And his freedom starting, the other night against Joel and B, but Joel and B just showed him what Philadelphia freedom looks like. He said, "Boy, I'll put this, be- I'm put this, <laughs> this, is, this Benjamin Franklin on you, jeez." But he started, and I and I wonder if the team is at this point where, do you start playing players so that way they can gain value, so that way you can start a build on this team, small piece by small piece. It's not going to be any huge chunk. It's not going to be some blockbuster trade because. Anybody who anybody the Celtics are getting a call from, they're talking about Brown for sure. And the way Jalen Brown looked tonight, and if you could do it on consecutive nights and that hamstring is much better, you you just don't let something like that go. I mean, you do that, you're like, yeah, and then we had Jalen Brown, and you know he, he went to fill in the blank and ended up winning like three titles. <laughs> it it would it would make people sick for years. He deserves to be here. He produces and produces on the regular. Now, the point guard situation is going to be pretty interesting moving forward, and it may be the the Achilles heel of this entire team in terms of them getting better because there's that desire there's that desire to get a to get that A list point guard, but that's going to cost some serious money. And when these free agents know this, they're going to want to break the bank. You know, Kemba was a smart attempt. Kyrie was a smart attempt. 
the receipts, the receipts just came back bad. One personal, one physical, right? And so with Dennis Schroeder, who ugh, one for 11 tonight, three points. Mm. You, you can get, get concerned, you know, when you got someone shooting one for 11 from the, from the one spot. While this league still is very backcourt driven, right? So the, I mean, it was fun watching Ricky Rubio out there, but you'd be honest. You're like, would you want Ricky Rubio running the offense? Who shot two for 12, right? So the, the screams would be louder if you're like, okay, let's get Ricky Rubio in here. We won't have to pay max money, someone of that caliber. And you still get Dennis Schroeder results and Schroeder is going to probably want somewhere in the mid twenties when his, when he goes for another deal next year. Now, he may not be with a good team, but someone will give him that money. And if I'm the Celtics at this point, I might say, thank you, or is there a team that you might identify that is kind of underperforming? 76ers. That we can do a swap for, you know? I mean, it's just going to have to be these little piecemeal pieces when it comes to rebuilding the Celtics. So, you know, put out your mind that, a big name French, uh, a franchise player is going to come down the pike. Uh, going to come here at this point. They might. Things may change. You know, there just has to be a player that believes that they are the missing piece between Tatum, Brown, and Williams that can turn this franchise around, and it can happen pretty quickly. Because think about it: in two years. <laughs> you think Kevin Durant could handle Robert Williams in the paint? That's if that's his assignment. You know, Robert Williams could make some things uncomfortable. I mean, Kevin Durant's still going to get his shot, but if you put Robert Williams out there in his face and you know, just say there's someone else who can handle boards or, or someone else who's you know, I don't want to get another wing. There's no reason for another wing. But you, if you see what I'm saying, that look, this team is slowly starting to form from being built to beat the Golden State Warriors a few years back. That it's now having to slowly morph into. How do you hang with the Nets? Well, of course, the big story earlier this week is Kyrie Irving now gets to play on the road for the Nets, but he's out because he's in COVID protocol. It's just like, oh my gosh. I, I'm Justin, I'm trying to figure out how I could pull off a Kyrie. Like you work part time, but you get paid for full time wages. And the best thing about that is the first day he got back, he got placed in the protocols list. Right. So, like, do you still get paid? Like, I wonder if Kyrie is one of those employees where, like, he has to fill out a time card because <laughs> he's only part-time. But, but no, he's full-time. That's absolutely – it's it's one of the greatest fleeces you're going to see. And with him in the protocol, if, if I'm the Nets, I'm wondering, like, look, I, I think Kevin Durant was like, get him back here, do whatever you have to do. I'm worn out. You've always got to keep an eye out on that Achilles situation with him. And it's it's just amazing how Kyrie is able to get him back into the situation just for him to be right back out of the situation. As one person famously said, grand opening, grand closing. So now the NBA is wondering what to do with these COVID. Let's see, the Bulls, Toronto game was canceled. And good for Toronto. Portland Nets tomorrow canceled because of COVID. Here's Adam Silver talking about the COVID situation with the NBA. No plans right now to pause the season. We've, of course, 
looked at all the options, but frankly, um, we're having trouble coming up with what the logic would be behind pausing right now as we look through these cases literally ripping through the country right now, putting aside the rest of the world. Is that second cup season? Um, I think we're finding ourselves where we sort of knew we were going to get to for the past several months, and that is that this virus will not be eradicated, and we're going to have to learn to live with it. And I think that's what we're experiencing in the league right now. Yeah, the league doesn't want to find itself into trying to rush to a bubble. I think out of... The NFL, there's just no way they could. There's no way they're quarantined. They'll just say, you know what? That's what a practice squad is for. Who cares? Go sign someone. You saw Garrett uh, Garrett Gilbert in there for the uh, Washington football team last night. Hey, bro, Logan to, Logan to Reagan is a direct flight. Get in there, son. So the NFL is not going to do that. The NHL, which I'll discuss in the next break, where it, it's it's more serious than than ever. But with the NBA, with only one team out of the country, yeah, you don't want, it's going to be tough to put the logistics together to put everybody in a bubble again. But the thing was, where would that bubble be? How do you get everybody safely there? It would force a pause on the league. Maybe you, you play your game and then you finish and you head out tested, you know, and if you, you have a quarantine area and then you have player area, uh, because the, the test, positive tests are just going to keep coming in. And so the NFL, they've adjusted their criteria of, of how a person could get back in. And, uh, of course, now the federal government is kind of changing the definition on what fully vaxxed is. And now the term boosted has entered the conversation. And here's Adam Silver on the player boosting level in the NBA. I, Commissioner, I, I want to circle back to something you said a little bit earlier about uh, being in conversations with the Players Association. Have you revisited the idea of mandatory vaccines? We no. I mean, it's something that we proposed. Um, it's something that the player association wouldn't agree to. Having said that, though, we're at roughly ninety-seven percent of our players have been vaccinated, and so from my standpoint, I'd rather focus on the ninety-seven percent than the three percent. And incidentally, many of the three percent now have gotten COVID, so you know they have developed a- antibodies. To me, the focus right now is on boosters for the 97% of players who have been vaccinated. As I said before, among those players who are eligible to get boosters, because as you know, there's a waiting period after your second shot. So, but among those who are eligible to get boosted, we're at something like 65%. And ideally, I'd like to see that number get to 97% as well. That's what we're focused on right now with the PA. That's got to be tough. And I'm about to go into a third rail area. Just, you know, third rail is what they say is, you know, it's what you don't touch at the subway don't stations. Touch the third rail. Don't touch. I'm about, well, I'm about to touch a third rail here. It's got to be tough for businesses, for players, for families, for operationals of, of, of companies to keep moving the ball of what is the goal line, right? Because now, now three is now the new vaccination. I look. I am a firm believer that three is the magic number. Yes, it is. It's the magic number for those of a certain age. But what happens if it starts getting to four? You know, you got mask mandates now. You got mask advisories showing up again in Massachusetts for when you're indoors. I remember when you could take the mask off back in May. It was like a celebration. It's like, wow, not only could I go out for dinner with my wife for our anniversary, but we can have our masks off and talk to each other. 
Though sometimes it was kind of advantageous to have my mask. What did you say? I love you. That's what I said. I said something totally different. But it's got to be tough and frustrating. Is it necessary? I think that's all going to be found out in the long term. But right now, when you've worked so hard, when you're these leagues, to get players in compliance, because remember, a lot of players were like, look, I work, my body is my temple and it is my local bank. And they did it. And then we have Malika Andrews saying, are you going to make it, you're going to make it mandatory? It's like, oh, when, when do we get like a John and Yoko peaceful moment about this? Sports is supposed to be a little bit of a distraction of sorts. But now we've got something that's in the face of baseball. Well, not baseball, they're closed. I'm sorry. In the face of football. And they're they're making their adjustments. Uh, hockey, they are scrambling, and it's it, it could potentially be dangerous. And then the NBA, where it's like, okay, hey, wait a minute, we're the guys who kind of gave the example of, hey, we'll go to a bubble, we'll shut. The, we, I'm sorry, but we got it. We're not going to be playing, you know, in Staples Center or Crypto.com Arena. We're just going to be playing at Disney World inside of a bubble in a high school gym. And they kept their transmission down next to nothing. Nothing. There were no transmission situations at all in the NBA bubble. Yet yeah, missed the fans. And so now you are, are we potentially thinking about like, okay, we now have to reduce the amount of fans. How do you do that if people have bought ticket packages and say, okay, there's going to be a lot of you can come to this game, but not this game because it's a mess. It's a mess. And Adam Silver's right. Look. We can't. What logic can we come to at this point? And their season really starts for the general public on Saturday. Jeez. I, maybe I shouldn't have played the NBA crypto bit all this time. Maybe I. I feel like I jinxed everything because literally, like now, NBA crypto is a totally different game because the NBA season for most people starts on Christmas Day. And now they're trying to figure out what games to move around on Christmas Day. Thanks, Celtics. We you, that might be the 10 p.m. game. <laughs> Thank goodness the Bucks won the NBA championship. At least they can make a I, look. I know we're market 34, like Giannis, and I know we have a small population. I know Aaron Rodgers at the game is a big deal. That's our celebrity against the 500 team Celtics. <laughs> they might say, we can take that one off ABC. So they're still trying to figure out even the logistics with the television contract, like. How do you stay in compliance? Like, you know, when the NFL had to, you know, move the uh, Saturday, the uh, the uh, the, uh, the Raiders uh, Browns game on Saturday, like they're not going to flinch. Like all that stuff has been, all those commercials have been sold out for for months. <laughs> Money back now. We'll play. We'll play, <laughs> we'll play you the pieces of games during that time, or we might give you a little bit of a discount. But you know, the NFL is king when it comes to TV. The NBA could be waiting to see if Giannis comes out of COVID protocols because he's see, still in there right now. See, that's absolutely crazy. So literally, in one of your marquee games for Christmas Day, your superstar from the small market team is waiting to come out of COVID protocol, and his team is going up a team that's only five hundred. Hey, they and has a bit up than below five hundred, which they were. Yes. So, I mean, what what are we going to run? Packages on Ennis Freedom? <laughs> to, to get interest in the game? Is that what's going to happen? You know, like, come on, man. The, Ennis played like seven minutes tonight. 
Oh, and did you see the tweet from him? I'm going to get on Ennis just a little bit. I'm not going to get at him like I did Friday night. But Ennis, those minutes drop. I'm coming back at you. This guy tweeted out, for every shot that Taco Fall blocks, I'll donate $1,000. Bro, that's borderline Pete Rose right there. You can't bet against your own team. <sighs> mm, you ever rub the middle? That's what I'm doing right now. You ever rub the middle of your forehead right where your third eye is? You're just kind of like, look. For some people, I hear people say, oh, I wasn't watching the NBA at all until this Ennis guy showed up. Man, kick rocks. And Taco had two blocks, so where exactly is that $2,000 going? <laughs> probably probably to get some better stitching on those sneakers. I'm kidding. Just call up Stefan Marbury. Go wear some and one. Go wear some Starberries, you know? Bring those. Oh, wait. Where Starberries made. Yeah, he couldn't do Starberries either. Yeah, I, I, it, that's what frustrates me about the Celtics. Not so much that Jalen is trying to do everything to get back to play, or sometimes Jason is doing a little too much just to compensate, or even Marcus Smart taking fewer threes. Last night, I, I think I had one of the news channels on, and I heard, da-da-da, he changed his name to Freedom, and his freedom is on. I was, I was like, are you kidding? Are you kidding? The night after Joel Embiid exercises his back demons all over you? I said I wasn't going to go hard on Ennis. But you get up there and you say, hey, for every shot, a guy on the other team blocks will donate $1,000? I can't imagine Eme liking that much. Bro, that's the league. The league has to come tap you on the shoulder about that because now your discussion involves competition of the game. <sighs> no, I was the fool. I was being mean. Ever, how long have I been on this Ennis Cantor rant? Probably have been about a month and a half at this point. I sniffed it out before anybody else in America did. And now you tweet that if the opponent, like, why don't you just say, hey, if the opponents score more than 100 points on us tonight, I'll donate $1,000 for each point over 100. That's called point shaving. I hope Adam Silver pulls him in on that. I really, really do. Because something's got to slow him down. Something. You know, I'm not even super mad at him on this latest tirade of, it's like the fifth one, of, you know, the NBA pausing some games. I'm sure Adam Silver is happy about that. Bro, there are more freedoms than the first one. You got the second one. You got the fourth one. We could say you can't just camp up in my house, you know. You could go, you could vote. You could get, be politically active and go vote somewhere. Bro, there's a lot more freedoms and rights than just the first one, Ennis. And what you did tonight on Twitter, bro, it's illegal. Let's trend. For nearly 30 years, the home of the Boston sports fan. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The 2022 NFL Pro Bowl rosters were announced today. J.C. Jackson, Matt Judon, and Matthew Slater will be representing your New England Patriots. Yeah! 
This is J.C. Jackson's first career Pro Bowl appearance, Judon's third, and Matthew Slater's tenth. And with the Pro Bowl selections, Tom Brady broke yet another NFL record as he was named to his 15th Pro Bowl selection, breaking a five-way tie for most all-time. Ray uh, Guy, did he probably, who did, I mean, to get to, when you start getting up to 15, it has to be someone like Ray Guy. Well, Peyton Manning was one of the bigger names. It was I think it was Peyton Manning had 14, uh, and then there was a couple other ones that were yeah, before my time. Didn't he go time. one year when he where he couldn't even turn his neck and all he did was hand off the ball and they still sent him? He might have done that a couple yeah, times. That, yeah, that doesn't even count. Elsewhere in the NFL, he had 38 players across the league were placed on the COVID reserve list today, including three more New York Jets. They are now up to 15 players on the COVID reserve list, including their head coach, Robert Sala. They also had no Pro Bowl selections, so talk about kicking a man why they are down. <laughs> the Patriots, they're set to take on the Bills this Sunday at Gillette. Nelson Aguilar, who missed practice today with a concussion, his status to play is questionable. Ramondre Stevenson was out with a non-COVID illness, and the Patriots were also without wide receiver Kendrick Bourne, who is currently on the COVID reserve list. Bourne is fully vaccinated, so he does have a chance to play this Sunday. Good. Those Celtics, man, they won today. They're back at 500. They defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers in Taco Fall today, 111-110. Taco Fall made his first career start tonight, and to no surprise, he won the opening tip. Jalen Brown led all scores with 34 as the Celtics advanced to 16-16 and 16 on the season. Get excited. A career-high 21 points for Rob Williams and Joe Johnson returned to the Celtics today at 40 years I old. ISO Joe, yes! 20 years later, ISO Joe is back with the Boston Celtics. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now back to EEI Late Night with KJ on EEI. Oh, uh, yeah. Boy, I'd take it. I'd rather have the stress of it be 1999 than, than turning to 2000 than having a year called 2022. <laughs> no. Late night, WEEI, part of the WEEI Sports Radio Network. It's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. It's just, uh, it's been a weird year. Two years now. I think next year I'm going to be just relegated to saying, no, I'm not going to say 2022 because like again, but 2022 just, just to put good sage on it, clean it out. Well, the good thing is by 2023, it would be 2020 the third. And that's not how you say it. So, but there's 2022 people already saying, it's like, don't speak that stuff into existence. Recently, I did an annual prayer for the NHL for the season of 21-22. And in it, I mentioned that in America, 
There's only a few teams, and few is a high number, that cut across local areas when it comes to the NHL. Look, you'll find Bruins fans at Hurricane Games and or show up in Buffalo, but I mean, you never see you never see Sabres fans or Hurricane fans showing up in other arenas. Well, now with the NHL closing the league at least through Christmas, and let's just be honest, it may go further, and I'll tell you why here in a second. You have to wonder what's the real health of the league moving forward. Now. In the prayer for the NHL, I had mentioned if, if it was a story, it was a blip on the radar, you really have to be like a diehard hockey fan or just follow things. But the Arizona Coyotes almost got locked out of their building, allegedly for being behind on their bills and the rent on their arena. That's how bad it is. It's already had a limited margin of error the league has. And I think this COVID situation is starting a conversation at a high level in the NHL about where do we go from here. So some of the stuff I said in the prayer for the NHL, I mean, I joked about contract Columbus bringing back to Hartford, but damn, that might be on the table. You heard that guy on EEI? Yeah, i got a cousin that lives in Woodstock, Nova Scotia. They go across the border listen all the time. You just never know. But sometimes the passion that exists in Boston for the Bruins doesn't translate around the league. I'm going to give you a comparison of what's happening with the NHL and really hockey overall as a person who's lived around America. Okay, back around 1990, the music industry was hammered with the Milli Vanilli fraud. Now, for a younger set, they actually lost their face because somebody was lip-syncing on a record. I know that's normal. I still think that BTS lip-syncs everything. I want to meet the guys from Iowa that sing all their songs. I'm saying that they're just too clean. The record label for Millie Vanilli at the time was so spooked out that it decided that customers could return copies of the album and like a prorated rate, they would get cash back. Like Paul Abdul was another album as well. People felt like they were being duped into buying something that wasn't really what was presented in videos and stage performances. Now, around the same time, go ahead and play the song for me there, Justin. This was the biggest song in America and in the world. Local kids. Extreme. From Boston. More than words. All right, you can kill it, Justin. Biggest song in the world. But what New Englanders knew was like, Extreme is a hard rock band. More than words is just a cut that's on the album. But the rest of America, they were like, wait a minute. I thought I was buying the more than words, and there would be more than words, more than words, more than words on there. So that album, Porno Graffiti, has one of the highest returns in the history of the music industry. It's why the, the album was so hot, but it took like two or three years, like almost two years for finally to get platinum status because of the returns. But everybody in Boston knew they were a good band and knew they were rockers. It's just like that with the NHL. There's a love for the Bruins. Kids are skating. Kids are in club hockey, high school teams. In the prayer, I mentioned, you don't realize how blessed you are. 
There are not a whole lot of hockey clubs in Tampa high schools. We just got a hockey team. Really? Where do we find ice? We barely can find clean water. And that's the headbutting that's starting to happen in the NHL. That the teams where it's always been part of your gen, it's part of your DNA. Some of these teams are only going into their second generation in the league. Some of these teams are 50 years old. Tops. A lot of teams are in their 20s. Less than. I mean, you got a team that's not even one in Seattle. But Seattle makes sense because, okay, right across the border, you've got Vancouver, and within an hour and a half, you're back into some snow. I've always said that the, the, the sport has always been dependent on after a game, can you be so inspired that, hey, let's go outside, jump on a pond that's frozen, grab some sticks, get out there, play a little game with some fun. It's still part of Canadian folklore. In America, it's slowly waning piece by piece by piece. So I looked at some numbers and said, okay, KJ, you see what's happening with the NHL and why you think they may be having this discussion. Check this out. These are the operating income numbers for 2019-2020 for the NHL. This is a good barometer because 2020 obviously was COVID. So we go back to the very last year where everything seemed to be normal and anybody could go to a hockey game anywhere. The Canadians number one at 87 million. Rangers at two at 87 million. Maple Leafs, Kings, Blackhawks, Red Wings, Bruins at 27 million. Edmonton, Pittsburgh, Vegas, Flyers, Capitals, Dallas, Devils, Canucks, Flames. Everybody else is in the negative. Everybody else. The New York Islanders, negative 38 million. That's a problem. And listen to some of these teams that are that are kind of floating under the ice. Florida Panthers, Arizona Coyotes, San Jose Sharks, Carolina Hurricanes, Nashville Predators, Columbus Blue Jackets. Drowning under the ice. The NHL, is, they, they've got to be having a powwow right now saying, look, we're getting double hit with this COVID situation where now NHL players are not going to be in the Winter Olympics. And guess what happened in 2020? They canceled the Winter Olympics. So here was your chance. In 2020, taken away to showcase the league, to showcase the sport. I mean, this is where you like literally go to countries and like, can we make a deal? Like, hey, if... You, you know, your your fin, your Finnish hockey team player happens to have a person that plays for the Bruins. Can they put like a little mini B to represent the team they play for so that way we can help sell the game? I know the KHL wouldn't go for that. But then again, when has the KHL ever agreed with anything American? But that opportunity was lost, and now it's lost again. And remember, for those of a certain age, no that hockey got on the map across America because of the Olympics at Lake Placid. 
that golden era between the mid-80s and the mid-90s where hockey thrived. It allowed for growth. It allowed for all these teams that are floating under the ice to be formed. All go back to the 1980 Olympics at Lake Placid. Do you believe in miracles? That wasn't for a basketball game. That wasn't baseball at the Olympics. That was hockey. And on top of it, it wasn't even the final game. It was the semifinal. And now here's the NHL having to wonder, where do we go from here? I was just talking about the NBA, how, look, if they decided to rush everybody to a bubble in some crazy fashion, if that's what they had to do, they only have to move one team out of Canada. Look at the NHL. Jacked up divisions. I mean, they're still kind of jacked up, but gosh. (laughs) Canada in one division, everything else in another division. It's going to kill the game. And it's a great game. I had I remember a few years when HDTV first came became big in the home. I, we always said, you know, amongst people who were kind of technically sound, you know, that hockey is the sport that is made for the HDTV. The clear ice, you know. I mean, even with the puck trail, what they tried to do, it was just like, you don't even need to do that. Just let it stay as it is. But my goodness, when these teams, I mean, Tampa... Tampa was considered right now the kind of the current dynasty in the league. Negative $8.3 million in operating income in 2019. That's not a good at all. All right, we wrap it up here with some odds and ends here on Late Night with KJ on WEEI next. Thank you so much for hanging out. Getting you back to more EEI Late Night with KJ on EEI. Bill, Max said that you guys kind of had a bad week of practice, and we've always talked about the importance of practice. What were some of the things that maybe you saw in practice that might have led into the game on Saturday night? Uh, just execution, concentration, things that we just didn't didn't do well enough. I mean, it wasn't one thing or one person or whatever, just in a general level of execution and practice. Late night. W-E-E-I. Come on, Ringo. Bring that thing in. Yeah. KJ Late Night. Thank you so much for hanging out, whether it was for 15 minutes or all two hours, man. I appreciate you being here. And uh, thank you so much for coming through on the text line. Uh, 37937. That's Bill Belichick. Kind of dodging the whole thing with Max comments about they were kind of uh, uh, kind of dead in practice, pretty much. And now here, now some people are like, well, why are you still on it? Well, keep in mind, the game ended Saturday, right? And nobody got a chance to talk to the Patriots team until Monday. So here it is Wednesday. So in a way, it's still a story because nobody's been able to really address it. And so it's getting addressed. And so it's one of those weird weeks where you're still kind of talking about something that's kind of a big deal where the Patriots way doesn't have you talking out of your face. And Matt kind of did that and showed off his frustration. That's what we talked about earlier in the show. And now trying to get ready for the most important game of the season at this point for the Bills this Sunday. So it's a weird, and it's Christmas this week. So it's a lot a lot is going on. All right, Justin, I only have like 1.0 glasses with me here. So I can't see the text line stuff and I don't want to lean away from the mic. What you got? All right, this is a good one from the 978 here. Can you stop beating the kid up? 
about his comments. Mac Jones is a kid. I don't know what you were doing at 23 years old, but I can guarantee you it wasn't playing quarterback for the Patriots. Well, he I can tell you. a poor choice of words. He's a kid. Relax. Okay, yeah, so they tackle him like a kid? Like, there are no training wheels in football. And if you want to know what I was doing at 23, uh, I just had my oldest daughter. I was in undergrad, and I was doing morning drive at the same time. So, yeah, I wasn't playing for the football for the football team, but damn, I was doing something professional and becoming a parent. So it's all relative, bro. But I understand. You don't want... You have to call it what it is. If you're going to be one of those that say, you know what? So what? Joey slapped a kid on the playground. And then Joey, two years later, you know, he slashes some tires. He's just being a kid. And then when Joey's 15, 13, you know, he's broken into somebody's house. You say that may be the extreme, but if you don't nail it in the bud right away, the kid gets out of hand. He's also 24. Well, yeah, I mean, if it was so bad, you know, he could have done the, uh, the, the the portal thing, you know. Go get go take some graduate classes. Go play at Oklahoma. You know, hang out in college football for another year. You know, get you, get, get you nice and ripe for the NFL. Go number one instead. I, you know, look, there's no crying in baseball, as the movie said. There are no training wheels in pro football. I, I, I now, in fairness, and if I give you a bit of credence to your comments of poor choice of comments, is that when Mac, when when Bill Belichick chose to fly without a net with Mac Jones, with no real backup to get in the game or no real person to get in there to start the season off, there's no crying in football for Mac Jones, bro. You're flying without a net. This is fun. Celtics get the win tonight, 111-101. They look pretty good tonight. I'm really happy for Jalen Brown being able to put together a 34-point night because sometimes, like like that Beatles song right there called The End, which kind of technically is like the end, of songs for them. If you know, if you've watched that Beatles get back on Disney plus, it is amazing. But in that movie, it kind of shows that, okay, like while let it be is the quote last album released that Abbey road is really the last album they made. So literally the end is like where Ringo finally gets to show it off. And you know, Jalen Brown, while he's, he's bigger than Ringo, he's either Paul or, or John, you could pick, but you know, sometimes you just got to, let the drum solo rip when no one ever knows you for that. And uh, it's good to see that Jalen's hamstring is getting Betty better and healthy. And uh, ISO Joe is back on the team. That is just <laughs> absolutely. This is what's so crazy when you think about it. So, you know, Joe Johnson was here all for takeout at the start of his career, and they moved him to, uh, to Phoenix. Um, but he was wearing Cedric Maxwell's now-retired number <laughs> <laughs> that puts it in perspective like like, like look, the last time he wore a Celtics jersey, it was a retired number. You've got to have some age on you to be able to pull that off for sure. Ah, Justin. I uh, have not gotten too much Christmas shopping done. I got a little bit done. I don't want to give it away because... Neither have I. <sighs> Neither have I. It's the worst. It's I hate Christmas shopping. Well, you know, I might be getting the ultimate gift because my daughter and her boyfriend are going to Vegas for Christmas. Oh boy! No, I don't want. Jeez, I just thought about that. See, I was gonna like send her with a little money and a couple of parlays to play. <laughs> put them in for you. Yeah, put up, put 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 in a couple of bets for dad. You know, like you hit a couple hundred thousand, we're good. You know, you keep keep sixty percent. I'm good. But now I just thought about it. What do people go to Vegas to do? Oh, oh, I'm actually having a moment literally on the air just thinking about that my daughter 
and her boyfriend going to Vegas. It never clicked until I just said it out loud. Oh, over Christmas? I hope those chapels are closed. I really do. Oh, God. It almost makes me want to get out, get out of the show now, but I can't. NHL, games are canceled through Christmas. As I just mentioned a few moments ago, I really believe that the NHL is having to have serious conversations about what the league looks like, maybe in as little as two years. Um, the sport is really a north of I-40 situation. So, like, I wouldn't be opposed to Kansas City getting an NHL franchise. I mean, they tried it years ago. It, it didn't work very well at the time. But then again, hockey was just so, it was still very original six-ish at the time. But now when you start saying, okay, where can, what city could could use some additional excitement you know, it where it does snow, um, kids can play on the ice. Uh, you can help develop high school interest in teams and club teams and so forth. I mean, these are all things. I mean, Gary Bettman, my, I'll give you my phone number if you need it. But these are all things that if you want the sport to grow outside of here, where it's 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 perfectly fine. It's super healthy here, you know. But when you know, I mean, there has to be more than just saying, "Look, I can't wait to play Toronto or Montreal." Like we need other people to want to watch these games. Canada's just going to be fine. I think it was a couple weeks ago I pointed out on that Thanksgiving game between the Rangers and the Bruins, I'd said um, that had to pull at least a 1.3 million household number uh, just to match at least the lowest rated game from the Stanley Cup last year. And it just, it, it hit it, it hit over, but it averaged like 1.2. And that's the and that's Boston versus New York. It doesn't get more big city hockey uh, in America than those two. And uh, but <laughs> San Jose and was it San Jose Toronto like pulled half of those numbers. Like San Jose in a game in the Canadian numbers pulled half of the numbers that all of America watched for the Bruins Rangers. So it's 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 a little tough sledding right there. Bill's Mafia. Did you enjoy that song? You enjoy that? I thought it was very creative. Buffalo Colding. <laughs> I, 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 I was. I mean, literally, the Bill's Mafia. It, they, they're becoming a parody in themselves. You know, every team has a a, a, a pretty. A, a lot of teams have very impressive fan bases. Green Bay travels well. Kansas City travels well. Patriots travel well. Pittsburgh travels well. But you hear what I'm saying? I'm saying the word travel. But Bill's Mafia like, would, would just show up. <laughs> you know? They just jump through a couple tables and everyone yeah. thinks it's the best. <sighs> Don't get me wrong. Bill's fans, they're good. Yeah, they, they do some good. a little bit too much credit. They do good things that are out of the ordinary. Like um, who's the guy that, uh, that, that tore his ACL in, the, in that uh, Monday night game? Uh, well, Tredavious White. Tredavious White, right? When he tore his when he tore his ACL, Bills Mafia turned around and donated something like five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, they are like, great with charity, right? So for that, beyond the fun and games, I'll shake your hand, right? In terms of like this thing that you you have going with the Patriots, because look, New England, we can give you the business all day. That's what we do. That's why we can come up with something called Buffalo Colding, and it'll make you go. Oh, that's why I hate that fan base even much. They they call us a bunch of cockadoodle doos. <laughs> that's what you are. But it's gonna be a great game Sunday. All right. 
I'm back here on WEEI the 24th. All the days run together. So Christmas is Saturday. So I'll be here again Friday, 2 to 6, in for Maloney and Fourier. And uh, tell your friends, they're like, oh, my God, they're going to put that night show in the middle of the day. He might get fired. (laughs) But, hey, I've done it trying to go through a table like Bill's Mafia. Have a great night. Thank you so much, Justin, for all that you do. Follow KJ Carson at Twitter. Be good. See ya. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.